Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Music Mondays right here on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia. Ooh, ooh, I'm out of breath. I gotta catch my breath. Hold on, hold on. All right, so let me tell you guys. Let me tell you. So you know I have this new work schedule, right? Working with the New York State Department of Health and Department of Labor, right? So I barely have time to shift from you know corporate America to. Um, Andy Fire. I barely, I'm literally, I barely have 20 good minutes to shift from one to the other, right? So all day long, I've been thinking it's Tuesday because we now have to like pre-record, and I can't stand pre-recording. I hate it with a passion. Pre-record our uh, New Music Monday show, which comes on before. Like I'm giving all the secrets away. I'm sorry. We pre-record that show now on Sunday, right? So all day long, like last night I even was like, hey, it's too late Tuesdays. Then I'm like, wait a minute. It's actually Sunday, but it's supposed to be Monday. I can't do this. This is just too much for me. So, yeah, I'm running around here now in the studio trying to make sure, like, I'm still, you guys do know I've been dealing with these sinus issues. I still can't hear out of my left side at all. So I'm running around now trying to, like, the music sounds all off. The intro music sounded funny to me. So I was running around trying to, like, I don't know, drain the left side of my head. <sighs> Needless to say, that didn't work. Anyway, new music Mondays, new music. Let me see what I got for you. I told you last night. I'm sorry. I told you earlier tonight on Music Mondays that um, um, uh, Dana Blackwell, she Tom Records, Mistress of Soul, she did drop tune setting. And we had no idea that when she won the award, the tune setting for 2019 Best Female R&B Song, we had no idea that tune setting had not even dropped. Huh. So, tune setting dropped this last week. Today's Monday, yes. Tune setting dropped in mid-last week, as well as the visuals for that. So make sure that you check that out. Congratulations to you, Dana. Also, uh, Tony Stills, she dropped Google Me. We did get to uh, play that here first on Indie Fire last month during our Quest of a Woman series. So that is out. Make sure that you're streaming that on all platforms. Uh, we traveled across the pond last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. Last Monday for New Music Mondays uh, to hear Partners in Crime for um, our family over in the U.K. Jake Aldridge has decided to cross over into the pop country genre. Um, that track features Leanne Louise, and um, it's just doing big 
numbers already. So congratulations to you, Jake, on that. Uh, I'm going to say smash because everything that you put out thus far has been smash hits. So congratulations to you on that. Mainstream, new music, uh, 21 Savage featuring Summer Walker has Secret. Um, That's all I got? Come on, guys. All right, Kelly Rowland has Coffee. Diplo has Dosey Doe. Um, Division featuring Party Next Door, Friends. Y'all heard that? Y'all know Division. That those are my men, right? Yes, yes. I'm in love with that track. Um, French Montana has That's a Fact. Uh, Jack featuring Don Tolliver, My Love. Y'all like Don Tolliver? I see people kind of cross the board with him. I like him though. I like his sound. Don Legend has Bigger Love. I'm still pissed off with John Legend because he won that award, like Velvety, America's most sexiest man or something. Yeah, I'm I'm still pissed off about that. Just oh yeah. Kehlani has everybody business. Um I think that may be it for new music for singles. For singles, yeah. Well Sam Smith and Demi Lovato have I'm ready. And then for albums, the baby has blamed it on baby. I like the baby. My kids be like, Ma, you too old for the baby. And I might be too old for the baby, but I'm not too old for his music. <laughs> so make sure that you are checking out all of the independent artists and their new music, as well as those mainstream artists and their new music as well. All right? Super, super excited to have my guest here with me this evening. You guys might remember her. if you've been rocking with us from the beginning. I think it was two years ago we had her on the show. And when you when you say two years for some people, like if you said two years for me, it wouldn't mean anything. But two years for a 15-year-old, that's huge because now she's 17. And, you know, guys, you remember when we were teenagers. You know, that, that's big because you crossed over being, I think she was about to turn 16 when she was here. But you, you cross over, you know, being 16 and now you're at 17, you know, about to be 18. And so many things transpire in the lives. Of, of teenagers, you know. So I can't wait to talk to her and see all that has happened, you know, in the past two years. I'm talking about songstress Janelle. Um, she hails from a musically inclined family. Her father is a guitarist, and her grandfather, Phil, um, was a well-known trumpeter who played alongside Ray Charles and Count Basie. When she started singing at the age of four, the men of her life, were right there playing alongside her. Now, at the age of 17, her voice is seasoned, it's silky, and it's chic. Now, I thought her voice was that way at 15. You know, that's just me. Um, Her songwriting stands out from the crowd as she draws inspiration from life and all its lessons. Two years ago, Danelle lost her aunt and later ended a close friendship. She was able to get through hard times by putting the pen to the paper. She found writing to be therapeutic and went to on to compose several original songs. A fan of singer Billie Eilish and singer-songwriter Ruth B. her talent has the ability to turn teenage angst into bluesy soul we can all vibe to. Garnell's single, Tragic, was inspired by the toxic relationship she had with her ex-bestie. The song's content is applicable to any type of relationship. We've all discovered unseemly traits about loved ones, and sometimes, instead of holding on, 
we decide to let them go. Chanel and her producer, Big Brother Lawrence, have been producing, composing, and arranging for some time now and bounce creatively off one another to create a truly unique sound all of their own. Chanel has a couple more songs to craft before her debut project is complete. In the meantime, she's making herself at home on stage as she continues to share her talent. Andy Fire listening audience, I present to some of you and uh, to those uh, who know who I'm talking about, I give you once again singer, songwriter, and producer, Zanelle. <laughs> What's going on? I don't even have to introduce myself. How are myself. you? Hey. How are I'm good. You? How are you? I am good. Also, look, I already, I already can tell. Um, two years has brought a lot of growth. Now, I follow you on all your social media, oh, yeah. so I get to see exactly what's going on in your world. You know, I stalk people's pages, so I get to see exactly yeah. what's going on in their world. I keep up, but just in your intro alone, um, that's a question that I I normally ask midway, you know, have you seen growth in your music and have you seen growth in yourself as an artist? I can hear it Oh yeah. in you. I hear yeah. so much more confidence in you than I heard two years ago. Um, and, uh, again, just in watching you grow on social media has been amazing, not just as an artist, but as a young woman as well, has been truly, uh, truly, truly amazing. Thank you. And I want to say thank you to you as well. You could have been anywhere this evening, but you are here with me <laughs> yeah. of yourself to myself and my listening audience to share, you know, all about you and your passion and why it is that you do what you do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, thank you. Now, I know you're Anytime. You're welcome. Hey, 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 hello. Hey, okay, of course. Listening. Hey, hey. Mimi, first, let <laughs> me show some love to her. Most definitely, let me show some love to her. Uh, I know that your bio states, you know, that this this goes back to to the very beginning uh, for you at, at the yeah. age of four. Um, you know, and and this is another question that I typically would ask at the end, but I feel like um, the rapport between us is so well that I'm just going to be all over with this interview. Um, if you were not singing and doing what it is that you love to do so much, if you didn't have these deep roots in um, the music industry and as a musician yourself, what would you be doing? Would you just be that basic A student? You know, would you just find some clubs to participate in? Yeah? Well, when I wasn't doing music, I was like, athletic I, I played volleyball I, I loved volleyball that was like my sport and then I think I would be more focused on my grades and I would probably like be going to college either for you know trying to be a lawyer or like a nurse because my parents talked about that when I was younger my dad would be like you'd be a good lawyer or you'd be a good nurse or, <laughs> or doctor <laughs> he said that all the time so originally that was my you know all-time goal and then I started singing and then like started practicing and then I got better and I started writing when I was 15 so I was like oh I guess I'm gonna try to (laughs) try to do this music thing my brother started doing the music too like he started the tracks and stuff and I wasn't even writing yet my mom was 
So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do my best. I think after my aunt died, I was like, I'm going to try and write. It was hard, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But once you get started, it gets, like, way easier. But, yeah, that's I, that's what I'd do. I, I'd, I'd, I'd be probably playing volleyball still. I'd probably be, like, way better than I was when I started. And I think I was pretty good for a beginner. <laughs> but <laughs> Now, are you – what, what year are you in school? Um, I'm a senior, so. <laughs> you are not a senior. I am a senior. Um, if I were in public school, I would be so disappointed with this quarantine because I wouldn't be able to go to prom and stuff, but it's okay because I'm at home all the time anyway, but, like, that sucks. Like, all my friends are like, I can't go to prom, and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. So my friends are like, oh. I want you to go to my prom, and I'm like, oh, you can't now. <laughs> I thought you were a junior, and and I completely. Uh, no, because my birthday's in August. My birthday, yeah, my birthday. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember August. Yes, Um, my son's a freshman in high school, and it's the same with him. He goes to a private school, and all of their curriculum is online anyway. So none of this really, except for electives, none of this really affected him at all. He's just home now, being lazy, doing his work versus being at school doing the same work that he always, I mean, the entire curriculum, even at school, is online. So this hasn't really, you know, bothered him as well. But, you know, my daughter is a a freshman in college. And so what she did was a couple of weeks ago, she did a virtual prom for her um, classmates from last year that are seniors and juniors this year. She did a huge virtual prom for them, and it was a huge success. Um, you know, they still, they dress up because some of them had their gowns already. Some of them had their, you know, their suits or their tuxedos. So they still dressed up, you know, they may have had like head bags on their head because, you know, ain't no hairdresser open, but they had, you know, they still dressed up. They, they did their makeup or whatever, but it turned out really nice. And so, um, there's so many ways to still acknowledge our, our graduating classes of 2020. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I could be in public school going through what they're having to go through. Oh, yeah. As a parent, as a parent, all that you've invested, and I don't know how it is most places, but when it's time for graduation, like, you have to be hush-hush quiet. They get their, they call their names, they get their diplomas, they walk the stage, that's it. If you cheer for your graduate, you're escorted out. Like, your family has to go. And so um, I think as a parent or a family member, you've seen your child work from kindergarten you know, on up, some of them may have struggled, you know, with so much, whether it be the the academic part, whether it be the mental side, whether it be the emotional side, you've seen the child struggle so much. And now to not have this one time to actually celebrate, you know, is I feel really bad for them. But again, there's so many other ways that I feel that they can acknowledge their graduates and celebrate, you know, I've seen so many creative ways, um, you know, across social media, that people are beginning to celebrate graduates, and so um, I actually graduate. I think it's next month. I don't. I, that's how much I'm keeping up with it. Um, the third degree, you know, and so I'm not really. I just send me. All I need is the paperwork. I don't have to walk again. This will be the fourth time that I walk, so I don't need to walk again. Just send me the paperwork, you know. But there are many okay. ways to be able to still acknowledge, you know, your friends, even those those that are talking about missing the prom, you know, there's still ways to acknowledge them and let them know that, you know, 
we can all dress up afterwards, you know what I'm saying? In August, we can have a big party before you get ready to go to college. And, you know, this is, this is call it something else. But, you know, there's, there's many ways to just, just acknowledge them and let them know that they aren't alone in, in all of this right here. But, yeah. Right. So, so what are you going to do after, after graduation? What do you plan on doing? Um, I still have no idea. I don't think any, any kids my age have any idea of what they're going to do. Like, my friend Laura, she doesn't know what she's going to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of us don't know what we're going to do. I, I still plan on doing music, you know. Yeah. Um, I, just, I have no idea right now. I got to figure that part out still. Especially with this quarantine going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so I've, uh, I think the first time I heard you was, again, scrolling through um, Instagram, and I saw you doing a Billie Eilish cover, and fell in love oh, with wow, your really? voice instantly. Yeah, uh, it might have been Ruthie, but I think it was Billie Eilish, or it could have been a company. Uh, uh, anyway, it was one of them. And so um, I thought to myself, Ben, you know, yes, we definitely have to have her on the show. Uh, but right. when it comes to your, your musical style and your genre, how would you classify yourself? I don't even... I think uh, dark pop, dark pop, um, I guess like indie because it's like not in one genre, you know, um, contemporary R&B, depending on the song. Um, it's hard to say. It depends on the song. They're, they're like, my, like the sounds that are used in my project all over the place they match they mesh well together like if it would be an album or like a ep but like it's hard to really say sometimes so besides uh billy eilish i know um who else influences your style influences um i just uh, I just listen to a lot of music. I listen to Summer Walker. I listen to her. Um, I listen to Rihanna, The Weeknd. I love The Weeknd. I think The Weeknd, like, I love I the love sounds the they use. Yeah. Yeah. The Weeknd is amazing. Um, the, I can't, I can hardly say. It's hard. Because no, normally I'm trying to create my own sound. So like, right. So, like, if I hear a track that my brother makes, I'm just like bet, and I just I write to it, and then I record it and everything, and that's just it, you know. But those artists, I would say, because the weekend was my favorite when I first started doing music. I think the weekend will always be my favorite. Yeah, for so many reasons. Finding for so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> How important is it to you um, to be able to? Have a sound that is uniquely yours, that sets you apart from um, other independent artists that are out today. You want a sound that's unique, one that, you know, you don't sound like anyone else. How important is that for you? Yeah, I think it's very important. Very, very, very important. Because I I don't want someone to hear me and be like, oh, she sounds like this person, and then I'm just like another just another artist that's struggling, you know, like, 
to be heard, even though, like, I, I sound like everyone else. I don't want to sound like everyone else, you know? Like, I want to be unique. And I heard that when I heard um, Tragic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that you, your bio states that the song was inspired by a toxic relationship that you had with an ex-best friend. And, yeah. um, and we can all, and I want to pull directly from the bio again, but it's Mm -hmm. so true we all have relationships that are toxic and um this song even though it was written by a teenager (laughs) dealing with a relationship with an ex-best friend um it when i heard it for the first time i thought wow It, it didn't even i didn't know in the beginning, you know, I didn't know why the song was written, who the song was written for, what the song was about, but I knew that there was some point in my life that I'd experienced some type of anguish, um, and I felt what was expressed through the song. What was it like for you when you wrote Tragic? How did you get through? You know, I, I know that writing um for a lot of people, is a stress reliever. It's therapeutic. You know, it's a way to overcome um, anxiety and fears. Um, it's a way to bury things. But for you, how did you, you know, what was the writing process like for that song? And then how did you get over, you know, what you went through with your best friend or your ex-best friend? I mean, from what I remember, I think, um, I mean, I remember when we had our argument, like, I cried about it. I listened to Camila Cabello, I Have Questions, because that's a song that I mm-hmm. cried mm-hmm. to, because I'm like, I did I, I did everything for you, I listened to you when you needed me to, everything like that, and this is what this is what it comes to. I don't think I wrote about it, at, like, directly after it happened. I think I waited a couple months. Like, a lot of times I would, like, take a shower or, like, like take a bath and, like, just think and listen to music, and I would listen to Black Bear. I was listening to Black Bear, and I listened to a few of the songs, mm. and I was like, you know what? This is simple. I could write something. You know, I could write something, too. I can write something. If this is a song that people like that is out there, then I can write something. Because a lot of times I was, like, insecure about, like, how we put the song together and everything. So I just I, I just sat down one night. I opened the computer, and I was like, okay, this track is great. So I wrote it I think in an hour I think I edited wow. it every few days and then I started recording before my parents heard it and then just you know just so they couldn't you know tweak it before it was done I had yeah. harmonies <laughs> um everything like that like after they listened to the first draft and then we sent it to get mixed and everything so that was the right the writing came a little after the incident, basically. But me and her are still cool. Like, we text. <laughs> after that, it, like, after that incident, we didn't text or anything. But, like, lately, like, we're cool again. But, like, I wouldn't get that close to her again, you know? Yeah, watch your back. Right, I exactly. <laughs> well, this right here I want to give our listening audience is tragic. Now, I, I, what I want you to do, 
Um, I normally do not do this, but I'm actually leading up to something. Um, this young lady has a track that is dropping this weekend, all right? So we always talk about growth and how important it is as an artist to not only be able to see growth in yourself, um, the individual, but to hear it and see it in your music, your writing skills, you know, when you step in the studio, when you perform. It's so important to be able to see growth on every level. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you her music tonight from from when we first got it, all right, and take you all the way up until this what's about to be released this weekend. Now, we're not going to play that, you know, until this weekend, but we're going to let you see how she has grown um, musically, all right? This right here is tragic.
you just tuning in, you live right here on Music Mondays on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my very special guest this evening, singer and songwriter Janelle. And that was tragic. Y'all like that? I love that. I love that. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> you know what? I was stressing tonight because I have so many people that are actually doing things behind the scenes right now and I I love them dearly. I know they're listening and I have two watching me right now. But <laughs> um they're a little clueless and, and and I don't I don't mean that any type of way, but um they've been thrown into a situation um to try to make all of this function, you know, while I have this adjusted work schedule and, you know, I have two full-time assistants, well, they reside, one resides in Germany, a husband deployed to Germany two years ago, and so um, she's sick um, with the coronavirus, and she's just out, just can't do anything for me, and so the other one is trying to train um, another assistant, and when you aren't fully trained yourself, it's kind of hard for you to train someone else, so I just have a collective group of people that are actually trying to help me stay um, afloat right now, and so um, I thought to myself this evening, I said, you guys have done such great work, but where's her music? And they're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's her music? And I'm talking like 905. Where's her music? Oh, and they said, um, I don't know. I, what do you mean? You don't know, I don't see her music in queue, oh, you know? God. And so I'm, I'm pulling up, you know, cause I, I keep all music from all of my guests. And so, I said, don't worry, I have older music now. I Gold, I did not know where Gold was located. Oh so I'm, God. you know, texting your mom really quickly, like, oh, my gosh, I don't have Gold. Like, where is it at? Anyway, yeah, she was straight. We're the- good. We're good. We got all your music. We got it all. But that's, that's good. I said all that, you know, to say that it really does take um, a village. And I know that your village uh, strongly supports you. You have your mother, you have your father. Mm-hmm. You have your brother, um, that they yeah. all collectively work um, to make sure that everything, you know, just flows properly the way that it should. Um, mm-hmm. Have you suffered, you know, any type of um, just resistance um, from anyone in the industry? You know, people can be nitpicky about different things. Um, they don't like the way you look. They don't like the way you sound. You sound okay. a little better than them. You look a little better than them. But when you actually have your family um, as your, your the strongest and biggest network system, the ones that back you and help you along the way, you have people that are jealous about something like that as well. Have you suffered any type of resistance from anyone because you have, you know, you have such a strong support system? Or has everybody pretty been, you know, they've been pretty much like they want to work with your entire family. They think that's cool like I do. You know, how has it been for you? Um, I'm not even going to go into it entirely, but I have had people that have, like, tried to, like, change my sound and stuff. Or, like, just not accepting the whole package, just trying to have me and me only when it's just all of us. Right. And... That that doesn't work out. That's not that's not okay. Especially since I'm still a minor too. You know, like right, that's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm just to answer your question. Yeah, 
not going to go into detail. My mom was like, don't talk trash tonight. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's but now when you, and you, you, you brought up uh, another good point. Um, most of the youth that I have on the show, you know, their mother or their father, they're very important parts of their mm-hmm. um, music career. Um, but you're about to turn 18 soon. So what's going to happen when you turn 18 and My parents are still going to be there. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> the answer that I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. How do you think that uh, you yourself can become a better artist? Um, really, I think I've, I don't know, just basically being more out there because I don't, I don't post a lot. I don't, I don't go live a lot because I have like this weird insecurity with how, like my personality and stuff because a lot of people think I'm weird. So I try to, like, mask my actual personality when I know in reality, like, a lot of people would like my personality. I think just, yeah, basically I need to work on my social skills. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But don't don't change you. Like, don't conform to anyone's standards of how they feel or think you should be. Right. Like, if your personality matches um, the young lady that you are and that matches the artist that you are, then that's a total package that the fan base, the listening audience, has to mm-hmm. accept. Yeah. Um. And I, I know that as um, teenagers, young adults, as they go through different, you know, levels in their lives and they experience so much, um, there's a lot that's thrown at them and there's um, so much uh, that they want to do and so many people that they want to please and um, I don't see that in you. I don't think I've ever seen that in you. I think what I've seen, characteristics of yourself, your personality, um, all of that just combined, you know, that voice, your looks, uh, all of that just combined in one. Just, I feel like it makes you who you are as a person and as an artist. And so uh be true to yourself, be genuine to yourself. I think people will flock to um to you. Transparency is right. something that I've I've just been pushing so much lately with, with our youth. It is so important just to be be who you are, you know, and as an artist who who is outside of the box, who does her own thing, who doesn't conform, you know, um to standards and sounds like anyone else, who wants to be unique, you know. Um, you're right. set apart for a reason. And so just follow that path. I feel like at the right time, um, yes, build your social presence, be more active on social media, but at the right time and in the right season, like, all of that will come when it's right. supposed to come. It's my honest opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm still working on that because I'm still a kid. <laughs> you're a young uh, adult. 
You're a young adult. You're not a little kid anymore. I'm You're a young okay. adult. I'm yeah. a young adult, or I just I don't like this. I don't like to say that because like adults be like, "You think you're grown, but you're still a little punk." I am. You're right. My mom was right here. She was like, "You are a grown woman. You're a beautiful woman." And I'm like, "Woman, what happened to little yeah. girl?" <laughs> I go through that with my daughter as well. You know, sometimes she wants to. She's she's 19, and so sometimes she wants to, um, you know, put on that woman, quote-unquote, role. Yeah. But then, you know, she'll come back a little later and, you know, can can you brush my hair? You know, yeah. um, <laughs> really babyish, you know what I'm saying? So get it together. You're one or yeah. the other, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I, I've seen you perform. Well, not live, but I've seen, you know, um, performances. Um, do you <laughs> ever get performance? <laughs> do you ever get performance anxiety? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, the, I think the very last performance I did was uh, in October, and it was this big, big, big block party um, around A3C weekend. And I was nervous. I was, you know, practicing because it was going to be like hundreds of people. I think it was 500 people. I was the mm. first one to go on before anybody else, for whatever reason. So I had to like, Set the bar, you know. Don't they know and Z comes at the end of the alphabet? Oh my god! <laughs> right. I, like, they like, Wait, had to go first. I was the youngest one performing. <laughs> I was the youngest one performing, and I had to go on first. Oh. I didn't understand. Yes, I was the youngest one. Everyone else were like grown adults. Like I was the the, the little teenager. So I'm just like. I got to set the bar. I can't, you know, I yeah. can't flop right now in front of all these people. Right. Like, I can understand why at the same time, because, you know, not as many people were there, but, like, it was, like, nerve-wracking, especially since I had to I had to record during the week beforehand. I had to practice. I had to, I literally had to go to a practice with, like, a vocal coach, and I had to practice with her for, like, an hour and a half or so. Like, like I think every couple of days. I would have to go in and practice with her, and then I would have a session before or after that, something like that. So going there that night, I didn't want to mess up the way I did sometimes during the uh, the vocal coaching and everything and the performance coaching. Um, I, I just, yes, I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> so <laughs> I had, it's, it's a lot. Like I, but I think as soon as I started singing, they kind of started floating away because I wasn't mm-hmm. looking at everyone. She was like, she was like, just look at the wall. I was like, okay. So I just looked at the wall. I, you know, knocked out a ballad and then I got the fast song going, my original that's supposed to come out. Like not the one that's coming up this weekend, but I think after that, but yeah, the, the nerves are like really bad. <laughs> like I don't cry or throw up or anything, but like I was shaking like crazy. And I could it was so bad. But, no, it was really good. Everyone loved it, but it was, like, so bad before I went on. So I do get that a lot, depending on the song. If I know, if I perform, like, Tragic, I can perform that with ease. But if it's anything mm-hmm. I haven't performed before, then it's especially bad because then I don't know what I'm going to do before I do it. So. All right. Have you, have <laughs> you, performed, um, have you performed Guidance live? I have. And that was, 
that was something, too. I remember, I remember the first time I performed, it was literally the day after the release. And I was the first person to go on then, too. I don't know what it is with this <laughs> and making me go first. What the heck? <laughs> like, it was like, a, um, it was like an award ceremony for, like, uh, Speak Life or something. And it was Speak Life Tour. Yeah. Um, in 2018, I was I it, I just released, and then I got my award, and I was like, "All right, thank you." And she was like, "You're singing," and I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Sing <laughs> your song." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then the song turned on, and then the DJ didn't know that the that guidance two was supposed to come after guidance one. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know. It was, <laughs> but now it's good. Now it's good. Now it's great. But, like, the first time I performed it, it was, like, oh, because <laughs> I didn't expect it. If I knew that I was the first one going on and everything, then I probably would have been okay. Well, I want to give the listening audience guidance right now. She's not going to okay. do it live. I'm not going to put her on the spot. <laughs> oh, my God. Hope you all enjoy. <laughs>
tuning in. You are live on Music Mondays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and my very special guest, singer and songwriter, Chanel. And that was guidance. <laughs> All right. So you're a singer, a songwriter. You produce. You play a little volleyball. What's the most useless <laughs> talent that you have? Oh, um, I don't even, I don't even think about that. What is my most useless talent? Um, I can't really think about that. I don't know what it, um, (laughs) it's not really hard to think about. I have no idea. Um, I really don't know. Oh my God. This Maybe should be I like don't have people. One. There you go. I don't have one. I utilize I don't all have of my one. God-given talents. There you go. I utilize Period. all of my God-given talents. Yes. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'll figure one all out right. for, for that question one day, though, if I have one. Nah. If, all right. Oh, I'm going to play gold next. But I know that you have okay. this new track that's coming out this weekend that I'm so mm-hmm. excited um, for our listening audience to hear that. So we're going right. to say that your new single is it's entitled Superficial Love, Superficial correct? Superficial Love. Yes. All right. So Superficial Love is I got a whole bunch of official <laughs> lovers, so I, I can only imagine where you got it from, where you get it from. <laughs> Ruth B has a song called Superficial Love. Really? Yes. It's, it, but it sounds completely hmm. different. It sounds completely different. The Superficial Love. That's hers. It's so good. I remember when I first listened to it. But I was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna have to go. I'm going to go out and go listen to it now. You're going to have to find it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> that's going to be, that's your new single. Right, and your last one is gold for this question. Okay, so on a scale Mm -hmm. from one to let's say, what's the number? Nine thousand two hundred and eighty-two. How good is your new single compared to your last one? Um, dang. From one to nine thousand two hundred and eighty-two. Is that correct? Yes. 9,282, period. Oh, my God. I wrote, I wrote gold when I was, like, oh my 16. Goodness. I just turned 16. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so much different. It's so much different. But I still love gold. Gold is, like, one of my favorites. I think gold is my favorite. You, um, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, but then in each one, I feel like there were there were different stages. Um, and again, I could hear the 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 growth in your sound um, from tragic to gold. And so, right. the stronger you become as an artist, the more I'm gonna love what you put out. Um, but so right now, gold is my favorite. But if you're giving superficial love a nine thousand two hundred and eighty two. Out of nine thousand two hundred and eighty-two, I think that you know, I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know. So talk about goals. What was the creative process like for writing that? Oh, I was, um, okay, so, I, you know, I started out with my music in Baltimore. Like, that's where I was right. at. We went from Baltimore, and we met someone, and they were like, you should come to Atlanta and, like, record some songs. And we were like, okay. So I had pre-written two songs to record. I did some demos, and then they were like, oh, like, you should link with this producer. And, you know, they're talking to my brother here, like, you should link with this producer, and we should make a song from that. So my brother had stayed up all night. He made the, the um, you know, all the extra stuff, and the producer put the drums in it. And there was a, I think that they had a writer come in, um, which was super unexpected, but she came in, and she was so nice. And so she was there. I was like, hey, you know, you should come, you know, help me out with this. I have one line, um, you know, since you're here, like, I, I need your help. And she's like, okay. So we went in the, the booth or whatever, and we're, like, chilling, and she's, like, just giving me these melodies, and I'm just coming up with line by line by line. And she's like, you know what? <laughs> Why am I here? You don't need me. <laughs> and she left. Wow. So I did the first, so I did the first verse because I think, I don't know. I think they thought that maybe I wouldn't be able to do it by myself, so they had her come in. And she was like, you know what? Let me grab my stuff. This is a waste of time. She helped me with the first couple lines, and then I kept coming up with stuff. And she was like, oh, so what's this song about? And I told her what it was about. And she was like, oh, well, um, I'm going to go. You don't even need me. <laughs> um, and then wow. I finished the second verse by myself. And that was pretty much it. And I recorded it that same day. Like, it was amazing. And I was – I. Cause that was my favorite song I ever did for like a really long time. Like I could listen over and over. If it came on my playlist and I'm sleeping, I would turn the volume up in my sleep because it just <laughs> <is> so good. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that the... was an amazing story. That was an amazing story because we normally do not get a play-by-play of what it's like to be in um, the studio. You know, we normally see an artist. Um, and we might see some pictures. We might get 30 yeah. seconds of footage of what's going on. But she's taking mm-hmm. us through the actual writer coming in, the producer adding, you know, um, the drums, um, and, and actually traveling to, you know, another state yeah. to get in the studio and, and record um, something that she she wrote, you know, basically herself. And so um, – I'd never heard that story. Didn't know all of that was you know, involved, <laughs> and and yeah. you know the create the creative process of gold. But this right here, guys, gold. Because I do want to talk about uh, this this new release that is coming out this weekend. Can't keep stressing that enough. Um, that's coming out this weekend, and uh, what's going to be next for Chanel? So this right here, guys, is gold.
you alive right here on Music Mondays on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my guest singer and songwriter Janelle. <laughs> that was gold. Y'all see why that's my favorite right there? Like when I, yeah, the first that time is- I heard it, I was like, you know what? She ready. She she ready. <laughs> but I thought tragic with tragic. I thought you know. Yeah, I got an artist that I, Lavina Lie. I don't know if you you've heard of her, but Lavina Lie. When I first heard Tragic, I thought, Oh my gosh, that that voice is like they would be perfect on the track together. Um, but then I heard Guidance, and I thought, Wow, like there's there's just so much. She's grown so much as an artist, but I felt like she was still missing something. And then I heard Gold. And it's like everything was just released. Now, but I'm really scared that everything has not been released because this new track supposedly is is better, guys. It <laughs> says that it's it's better. At least to her, she says it's better. So I want to talk about superficial love. All right. So you say you got the title from Ruth B. I found the song. I was actually listening to it. You know, I go to. <laughs> um, I couldn't enjoy it like I wanted to because I was listening to Go, but I did find the song. So your superficial love. I know what, if I hear the title, to me, I know what that means. But to you, right. as a 16 or 17-year-old writing this song, you know, what does superficial love mean to you? What does superficial love mean to me? Um, You know, when you love someone, you, like, give them everything, you know, your attention, your time, everything like that. You know, if your love is superficial and it doesn't mean anything, then obviously they don't give you the time of day. You know, they they pretend, you know, they pretend like they love you. They act like you, they love you, and it might be a toxic situation. But it's, it's hard to explain my version of superficial love. It's basically like they say that they care, but they don't show that they care, basically. That's superficial love. Actions speak louder than words, so, and if their actions are matching up, then they don't love you. Mm-hmm. So now, is this a song? Is it directed to towards um, like the opposite sex, or is it directed oh, to towards just people in general? Because you know, your family can be fake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Your family could um. They the worst ones. They <laughs> yeah. They're the worst ones. You know. I'm glad so, I'm not the only one so who knows it, that. Yeah, <laughs> trust that you're not the no only shade, one. No shade, no so, shade. Yeah, none whatsoever, you know, none, none, because I know my family's probably listening, none whatsoever, but y'all know how I feel about you. All right. So is it is the song directed to, you know, any um, particular group of individuals, I'll say, or is it just talking about, you know, how fake people are when it comes to the word love um, and their actions? When it comes to the I word, think the verses are definitely directed towards someone, but the hook is definitely like a everybody, like you're included, like I'm done with you and your fakeness, you know. So it really is. No, it is directed I, I, towards you know what? In all honesty, I, I, I don't know. So why don't you just just hum some bars? I can sing it, you know. See, there you go. Let me hear what the hook sounds like. Okay. There we go. Let me let me see. That's it. Is unacceptable and I'm not stupid. I guarantee you every night. Your eyes have come for right. Well, 
believe in you. <laughs> Can't nobody see you see you see me. You see, did you see me? <laughs> I know my mouth is look. My assistant is over here like giving me the sign to close my mouth. Like cause, cause my mouth is like wide open. Like yeah. oh. guys, that was live on the spot. That was live on the spot. Superficial <laughs> love dropping. Is it this this Saturday? Correct. It is the Saturday, but Spotify keeps saying that it's on the 24th for some reason, so we'll see. <laughs> um, well, you know, new music, come out on, or new music come out on Friday, so it's probably the 24th. Yeah. It probably so, um, is. We'll either, way, either way, guys, we're going to have it here. This it's weekend. definitely going to be in. Yes, we'll have it this weekend. It's going to go in rotation on Monday for New Music Mondays. Um, but uh, what, what was it like, you know, um, because listening to what you just sung and listening to how you have described, you know, what the song is about, um, again, I'm beginning to see more growth in you, the young lady, and you, the artist. So what was the creative process like for writing Superficial Love? I mean, like... (laughs) It is about a guy. It is about a guy, all right? I'll, mm-hmm, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. This is the first. This is the first. This is about a dude. So, yes, like, something happened. I'm not going to go into it because I'm not fucking for shade, but it was stupid. Um, okay. I wish I could just, I wish I could explain by singing the verses. <laughs> but I was played. We'll put it like that. Um, oh. Guys, my oh. age are stupid. Yeah. So Girl, that's pretty much guys that age, about. Guess what? They grow up to be men my age, and they still are stupid. So I know. I yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically what it was. I literally put two and two together, and I was like, you know what? I, I feel so dumb right now. <laughs> and um, I sat down, and I heard the track, and my brother had been making a lot of upbeat songs like upbeat tracks like lately like you know I have a lot of ballads like that's his thing he he usually you know comes in with the melodic stuff but lately he's been coming Mm -hmm. in with like beats so like I think a lot of people are going to be surprised like your brother did this because you know okay they're used to me singing (laughs) they're used to me singing upbeat songs so I mean not upbeat like like slow ballads so but yeah I sat down and I, I thought about it and I started the first verse and then I was like, what's the hook going to be? Oh, superficial love. Why not? Because this dude says, <laughs> I love you and everything. Like, you're such a good friend. And I'm like, okay, but that's not what you were saying in person. <laughs> that's not how you were acting. You weren't acting like I was a friend in person. <laughs> um, you, he, oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I could go into it, but I can't. Oh, okay. I understand. You know, I understand. You, you know playing games? You know playing games by uh, Summer Walker? Yeah. Uh, you swear you've been doing the most? We take a picture, can't post it? <laughs> got you. Yeah. You don't got to say no more. I, I got you. Yeah, right? I got you. Um, I took inspiration from her, that song, and then Superficial Love from Ruby. That's the inspiration behind Superficial Love. Put it like that. I feel like I have And the dummy that played. Did I answer your question? Yes, yes you did. Okay. You, you, you 
did. You did. In what way? I just went all over the place. No, 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 no. Because um, without without the listening audience being able to hear the song in its entirety, when they do hear it now, now it's all gonna make yes. sense. It's all gonna come together. All right. you guys do not know is what the sad dude's name was. For <laughs> for all intents and purposes, we're gonna call him Jeff. All right, his name is Jeff. <laughs> And um, so that's all you need to know. So you know the story. You know the backdrop behind it. What Jeff did. You know. So now it's all gonna mm-hmm. make sense to you when you hear the song on Friday or Saturday, most definitely on Monday. Um, yeah. What do you want your fans to remember about you? Remember, like how so? <laughs> like when they hear your music and especially someone who's heard it for the very first time, they hear yeah. your music, the song has ended, and then they're sitting there like, uh. What impression? Like after they hear a song, I want yeah. them What impression to... would you have hoped you have left upon that person? Like a, yeah, I feel that type. Like, you know, like they understand what I'm saying. Like they take a situation that, you know, maybe they've lived through and they're like, yes, I feel every single bit of pain that was written into this, you know, like every single bit of anger that was put into this or happiness even. I still got to like get into the, oh, the happy, the happy songs. I'm getting there, (laughs) but I'm still, I went from sad to like mad, (laughs) like real fast. So I think when, you know, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about that when you were here, the last time, you know, the, the stages that you were going through uh-huh. with writing and performing um, your music. And so, yeah. You I was going to say something and then lost my train of thought. I ain't cut out, girl. I lost my oh. train of thought. That's okay. old age for you. Um, <laughs> okay. If you, if you had um, an aspiring artist who were listening to you right now, maybe let's, let's put the person at your age you know, 14, between 14 and 18, and they've been, you know, um, they've been in the industry for a while, kind of set the back burner, but, you know, they've come from a musical family just like you. Um, They know that music is their passion. They write, they sing, they dance, you know what I'm saying? They do it all. They have the total package. Um, They've heard you tonight. They've heard your music. They see where you're going. Um, they, They admire your aspirations, you know, the goals that you're setting for yourself. Um, and they themselves see that, hey, I feel like I can be this type of individual, um, but I'm a little fearful right now, or I do not know the direction that I need to take. What piece of advice could you offer to that aspiring artist? What piece of advice? Um, that's hard. It depends on what it is. You know, like if they're, you know, afraid of writing or they're afraid of, say, to just go for it, you know, like just try, at least try. Don't, you know, hold back or anything because if you do that, then you're going to regret it one day. That That's awesome advice, guys. And that, I feel like, um, you know, and I say this all the time when the artists, um, the entrepreneurs, the authors, when they come on the show and they share these gems with you, you know, don't just sit on them. Make them applicable to all parts of your life, not just your career, as an artist, because what she just said, you know, if you don't go for a lot of things, most things, everything that you want in life, you know, if you don't first step out, 
You know, you have to put fear aside. But if you first don't step out on something we call faith, you know, you might not ever know what it is that you are capable of achieving if you first do not step out to at least try to attain whatever that goal is. So, yeah, at least you got to try. 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 All right? I want to go mm-hmm. ahead and open the floor up to you so that you can get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live or for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, 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 many playback shows. Um, if they are interested in purchasing music, I don't know if they want to get you on a tour. I don't know if they want mm-hmm. merch from you. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the need is that they may need to contact Chanel, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact information out. Okay. My... My Instagram and my Twitter is Janelle's Music. It's changed since the last time I've been here. Um, it's Z-H-A-N-E-L-S Music. Um, my Snapchat is Janelle underscore G, Z-H-A-N-E-L underscore G. My TikTok is also Janelle's Music. My Spotify, you got to search up Janelle, Z-H-A-N-E-L. Same for Apple Music, anything else. Um, if you do find me on Instagram or anything, you are most likely to find my music too. If you, if you can't search me up, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And for booking, for booking, um, my email is in my bio on my Instagram, and I believe it is in my bio on Twitter. All right, guys, there you have it. And I did notice that. I don't I don't know what I was doing, but um probably just scrolling through Instagram and I thought Janelle's music. Who in the hell? Right? Oh wait, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait Wait yeah, a minute. I can't oh, Okay. I wanted it yeah. to be way easier for people to find me because if I go on stage and I'm like Janelle underscore G, what if someone doesn't know what an underscore is? <laughs> what if someone you doesn't know? know what an underscore is? So I I put Chanel's music so that if I perform or when I perform and I'm like, oh, this is my socials, it's easier to find me so that a bunch of people aren't like, oh, what's your Instagram? And I'm like, I just said it like three times, but all right, (laughs) I'll put it in your phone. Yeah, so she made it very easy for you guys, all right? So make sure that you're following her on social media. Uh, make sure that you're reaching out to her uh, for booking uh, information. Again, she said that it's in her bio on Instagram as well as Twitter. All right? Jeff, we're looking out for you, too. I just want you to know that. We treat them all like family around here. So, Jeff, you know, you better watch your back. You better watch <laughs> your back. All right? Guys, make sure that you're following this show on all social media platforms. That's Indie Fire. Uh, make sure that you're following me on all social media. You know I'm the girl in motion. Um, subscribe to the website, www.ndfireradio.com. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who are interested in New Music Monday's submissions, uh, you can go to the website, click on the New Music Monday submission tab, and there it'll just give you all the information that you need to submit your music. Most importantly, please make sure that you click where it says Upload File because it does none of us any good for you just to submit your name, uh, the name of your track, and where you're from, and we have no music. What are we supposed to do with that? So please, please make sure that you do upload your file, all right? Until tomorrow night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will have, who's here? 
Thank you. Big sign. Thank you. Uh, author J.A. Butler from Dream Wake Work Publishing will be here with us on tomorrow night on Two Lit Tuesdays, all right? 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. It's been fun, guys, but we most definitely have to run. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.